0: Hey everybody, welcome to the FaeForge Academy. Uh, I am Steven, just your editor today. Uh, We are back for part two of the Slain Apothecary, a sort of haunted one-shot that Ian ran for Chris and Michael and special guest Leah, also known as Greenleaf Geek. So make sure you go to GreenleafGeek.com, get yourself some pretty click clacks and stuff. Uh, You can use the code FaeForge on checkout. Uh, You get 10% off your order unless it's a custom set. And then go to, uh, boundfamiliar.com, uh, and use the code Fayforge to check out there as well and get yourself some coffee. So treat yourself right. Um, hope you enjoy the one shot. Um, if you've en- been enjoying the show up to this point, uh, please leave a five star rating and review, especially on iTunes and Spotify. Those two really, really, really help us. Uh, and if you would consider joining our Patreon for just $2 a month, um, uh, you get access to a whole second campaign that we're going through slowly um and a lot of other extras too that are that are a lot of fun including a patreon only discord where you can uh chat with us every once in a while we'll play games or i'll stream something on there and you get access to the recording sessions and and so much more so um other than that enjoy the show
1: on our last episode Dodger, Spintos, and Derek, after taking a job from a rather affluent dwarf in the Calling in the Fireleaf Inn in the city of Riverheart, they descended into the fog the undercity of the rather affluent port town they are on the search for a beast a beast that has been killing, murdering slaughtering folks in the fog specifically one dwarf a trader by the name of Eldar Silvervane who runs a spice shop deep in the fog has been murdered and they are hot on the trail of the beast they have found however that these killings are not mundane in nature in fact shortly upon entering the fog Derek's supernatural, paranormal, homemade, pre-patented device picked up on an emanation coming from a nearby alleyway where they came across a haunting. The echoing remains of a dwarf's last moments in life before they were slaughtered by a horrible beast. After fighting off the more violent aspects of the apparition, they've discovered an unusual clue an apothecary vial to silver vein that has the markings of silver vein aromatics on it, the spice shop run by the dwarf whose murder they are investigating. And so the investigation has brought them to the front of silver vein aromatics, a quaint single structure with an ornate wooden facade. The sign hanging above the door has motifs of various herbs and spices on it. The inviting entrance, however, is barred wooden planks crudely nailed across the door the three investigators stand before it knowing that their investigation continues inside
2: um so you said this is your dad's place is that right
3: yeah i don't really think of him as dad so much but um my father did did until i suppose very recently run the place yes
2: yep you don't happen to know the lay of the land in there do you is it better to go in this way is there a back door that might be easier to get into
3: oh well i haven't been in in many years like i say we weren't close by any means but um the last time i was here there was a a back entrance and a and this one um i mean the guards don't seem to be interested we could probably just pull these boards right down don't you think
2: uh i'm gonna nervously tuck my very skinny arms against my body yeah, one one of us could kinda of look over at <laughs> Spindos.
4: Oh. Oh, okay, yes. I
2: maybe I don't want to make any assumptions. I just noticed that
4: you're uh, I couldn't work on
2: quite stout of frame, so I thought maybe. I'll,
1: I'll
4: give it a try.
2: I'll
3: give you guidance. Um You could use your Bardic inspiration too.
1: Yeah, it's within ten minutes. That's
4: true, that's true. I'll try and peel some boards off.
1: I mean between your your Rather large sizes of GIF. and if I recall correctly, GIF have advantage on all strength-based checks. Is that right?
4: Um, athletics, athletics, checks. advantage on all athletics checks. Oh no, and athletics uh, advantage on strength saving throws. Is that
1: mm-hmm. right? GIF are yeah. beefy boys.
4: Holy shit!
1: Yeah, they're cool. Dang. So between that, the bardic inspiration. I uh, yeah, I mean, no, no rule. I the, the no rule required on this. Spintos, got it. You got it. You leverage that cake. You get that good momentum. You tear those boards down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They splinter off in yep, your yep. hands. Uh, the door is unlocked. You can easily enter.
2: Uh, I am going to give myself Vigilant Blessing before we go in because that last initiative was bad news, so All right. I'll just do
3: that quickly while Spintos is ripping the boards off. Mm-hmm. Love that. Also, while Spintos is doing that, I'm going to use prestidigitation to unstinkify Derek because Dodger is not a fan of the garbage smell that Derek picked up in the alley.
2: I notice. I can't help but notice literally because of my feet, but I'm uh, blushing furiously and trying to pretend like I don't notice what you're doing.
3: Oh, Oh, I think i tell you. you It was just a little little unpleasant. You know, it's just trash. Trash is stinky, but this will just clean it right up.
2: Yeah, it's bad to smell like trash. Like, La- ladies don't like that, which is good to know. Which is good to know. <laughs> yeah, now I it, s- it is. It is good in to trash know anymore.
4: <laughs> I'm just waiting on them because I'm standing like I'm standing <laughs> to the side of the door, looking back out towards, just making sure no one's like following us. But yeah, I just, I'm, I'm leaned up against the wall, just having a good chuckle. Mm. <laughs>
2: um, before we go in. Um, I would also, just in cases, uh, I'm going to cast aid, um, on three creatures within range. So all three of us, um, are going to get five temp HP and that is how that you also get a max boost of five for your total HP.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's a temp HP. I think it's your max HP goes up by five.
2: Uh, oh yeah, you're right. Hit point maximum and current hit points increase by five for the next eight hours.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Nice. That's like eight percent of my HP.
1: All right. Excellent. So, initiative boosted. Health increased. Door opened. It is a scene of chaos. Jars and spices spilled over the multitude of shelves and uh, small counters throughout this shop leading to a kind of a fragrant mosaic of chaos. A lifeless body is sprawled out with a trail of dried blood leading towards a a door in the back of the shop. Dodger, you would recognize this body immediately as the man that perhaps once you called that. You see in that door that is slightly ajar a foot poking out of perhaps a second body. The shop reeks of a chilling odor. Acrid. Reminding you maybe of a mix of burnt cedar wood and decaying leaves.
3: Um, well, I, uh... I have something that m- might help with um, looking around. Might not, but uh, we'll try it. And she's just gonna pull uh, a little pouch off her uh, belt and reach in and pull out a little fluffy ball and, and toss it on the ground uh, and just see what comes out of my bag of tricks. And I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm hoping I'm hoping for a mastiff or maybe a rat, something that can sniff. <laughs> It could well, go very poorly. Roll let me know what you get. <laughs> okay, it was a one, which is a rat. So I feel like that might be useful. They have good noses, I think.
1: <laughs> All right, squeak, squeak. You summon a rat. The rat sniffles about.
3: Yeah, I'm gonna have it sniff for anything that's not just blood. Anything weird.
4: Is this a multi-story building or is it just one in a basement?
1: Single story. Single story building.
4: It's a single story. Okay, I'll send. I'll send. Um, Slither Nuggle, my little, my little pseudo dragon to just to zip around the room.
3: Did you just take that one off the dome? That name that was just oh, there. Yeah. That's great.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: Slither Nuggle is that a family name? Or it's kind of <laughs> unique. <laughs>
4: all family names. All <laughs> my, my culture are all family
1: names. I love it. What? Uh, the rat sniffles around the room uh, and do you have like how do you, how do you communicate with this rat I'll admit bag of tricks is not in my bag of tricks
3: yeah no that's okay I, um, let's see it just says you use a bonus action to command how the creature moves so in my mind because she's like a, a psychic okay. it's like psychic communication but sure. maybe she's just like throwing her voice <laughs> like, it's a, it's not actually magic. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe she's just, like, stage whispering to it.
1: <laughs> and the rat seems like it understands. Yeah. Uh, the rat snuffles around the shop looking for unusual smells uh, and comes back uh, and, like, goes over to the body, sniffs, and, like, visibly recoils and begins to shake.
3: Oh, no. So that doesn't seem good uh you want to check for ghosty things there Derek?
2: oh yeah i was gonna say while they are sending their like familiars and beasts out to Mm -hmm. investigate i'm straight up pulling all of these like dumb gadgets out of my pockets uh and getting myself set up literally ghostbuster style um and I'm already starting to wander around the shop looking for, I would love to do a perception check to see if I can catch any glimpse uh, of any other ghosties around or um, anything that's trying to surprise us. I do have a dagger of warning,
1: which prevents
2: us from being surprised.
1: Excellent. Uh, Your dagger of warning in hand, your observant feet in mind. You walk around the shop, your senses attuned outward to any ghostly emanations. You're immediately struck with the corpse of the elder dwarf who is uh, behind the counter. Uh, he has been shredded. His chest looks like it's been uh, raked across several times by some vicious beast. But his eyes, his eyes are gone. Following the trail of dried blood to the office, you find the corpse of a second dwarf. This one younger, but similarly, her eyes have been completely just burned out of their sockets. And you feel the tug of some kind of psychic emanation coming from this second dwarf. It is one of pain, surprise, and fear.
2: Dodger, Mm -hmm. do you... I know you, um, do you, uh, can you come and do your, do your, your smart, your brain thing to this? There's something going on here.
3: Yeah, of course. And I'll, I'll cast, uh, uh, I think I'll cast Detect Magic first and see if there's anything obviously magical happening around the corpse.
1: Detecting magic around the corpse. Uh, again, this isn't necessarily a... Result of a spell or magic elimination, uh, but we'll say that you can detect that there is a lot of just unsettling energies around this corpse. the The weave here is fluctuating, and as you focus in on it, I uh, both. We'll go ahead and leave. So we'll, I'm going to give Spinto something else to do, but we'll say that both Dodger and Derek, you find yourselves. The, the feet, your feet underneath you like, are unsteady and you feel the room begin to shift. Uh, pots of spices begin to collect themselves and fly back onto the shelves. Uh, destroyed wooden furniture begins to piece itself back up together and write itself back up. And both of these dwarves get up and begin to walk around as if they were alive. Their eyes... The corpses their eyes back in their sockets, their wounds gone. You can't exactly hear what they're talking about. Uh, They seem to be discussing.
2: I can read lips, though.
1: You can read lips, though. Uh, But you can read lips, though. Uh, The younger of the two dwarves is expressing concern. She thinks that what they've done is wrong. That maybe they shouldn't have picked him to be their first experiment. And the elder dwarf, Dodger's father or one-spot time father, assures her that it's for the best and that he had it coming anyhow and really it's best if he was removed. Don't you think? As they seem to come to a tacit agreement, the door flies open and you see it again, this same mess. Of fur and teeth and claws just overwhelming. Now, Derek, you know that what you're seeing again is a a haunting of sorts. Right? This is or I should say of sorts, this is a haunting. And you're seeing what has once what once has happened. But you know that what you're seeing isn't everything. These are the last panicked moments and memories of two dwarves who are about to die. And die, they do. You see, as this creature careens through the shop, destroying everything in its path. And both the dwarves, as they try to fight it off, slinging spells, drawing out their daggers, their bodies go rigid. And you watch as their eyes burn out of their sockets and their lifeless bodies fall to the floor. The younger of the dwarf tried to make a fighting retreat. She made it as far as the office door before she was laid low. The elder dwarf died where he stood. And after his body hits the floor, the beast launches itself at its corpse and rips and shreds at it. Until, seeming satisfied, it leaves. Um. While you two are piecing that together, the world begins to shape itself around you back into the reality that you know. Spintos... For your experience, you see as your two companions just freeze, their eyes rolling mm. back in their heads. They mm. shake slightly. Mm. i to make sure I get this right here. Slither Yeah. Slither Nuggle returns to you and has found something in the office.
4: While well, well that does happen, if they are like, they're shaking and stuff, I don't mm. I want to ask consent, even though your characters are 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 are, are froze. I was gonna like I, I care, like I he cares. He was gonna he was gonna pick you up and give you both like a hug, like just to bring you in, so you don't like. I don't. He doesn't know if it's a seizure. He doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> so you're gonna get like a good old hippo hug. And, I love that. And that's all. <laughs> but you're are both your feet are obviously gonna be like off the ground when when I <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. So I'll be doing that while Slither Nuggle comes back to me to tell me maybe something.
1: <laughs> well, well, you know what I like that. We'll, we'll give Slither Nuggle uh, a minute while he's searching around. Um, Dodger, Derek, you both come back into your bodies in, in the full embrace of uh, a Spinto's hippo hug.
3: <coughs> oh, okay, a little too tight. You could.
1: Can... Oh, sorry. Like <laughs> uh, let,
4: let you down first, Dodger, and then I'll let down Derek.
3: Oh, thanks, thanks.
4: You are. Are you? You were, I think you were having, I think you were having a seizure.
3: A vision. Um. Yeah. What? So, they.
2: Uh, that thing is tearing all these, these people up. But it seems targeted. Like I don't understand why. It's just these people just in here. Uh, and I will also relay, uh, what I picked up on when I was reading the lips of the exchange between the two dwarves. There's somebody.
4: Okay, and you're telling me y'all what y'all saw yes i'm just like, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah
2: yeah so just explaining all that um yeah. i don't know who who the he is uh but whatever they did uh did not seem to i don't know maybe it did or it didn't seem to have worked out in their favor i can't help but wonder if the he is whatever beast this is
3: seems like a good deduction and it certainly seemed to want to uh do more than a little damage to uh Dear old father over there.
2: Also you can hug me anytime that you like. That was that was a, a new experience for me. I really liked it. So feel feel free.
4: Mm, yes, and you smelled quite nice now, so it was it was okay.
2: Oh, that makes a lot of sense. People want to be near you when you smell good.
3: Uh, hygiene goes a long way, Derek. Long way. Noted. But
2: I think if we don't see any sign of the beast now in this present reality, right? That is correct. Well, uh, I think the only way to catch a varmint is to draw it out. I think our best bet is to try to do something that's going to bring it, bring it out, attract its attention.
3: I, I, I don't disagree. I do. I, I'm a little concerned about the whole burning of the eyes situation. Um, yes. seems like anything that looks at this thing in its you know flesh tends to end up with holes where their eyes used to be, which is not really the way I want to end my day personally. Um, but, uh, I don't know. Do we try and can we counter that somehow?
2: Um, do you have, there's these strange glasses that they sell that have dark glass instead of clear glass. You can shade your eyes from sunlight. You have anything like that?
3: Well, um, not on me, but I bet we could find something that might tint the glasses that w- at least I'm wearing.
2: Um, Ian, can I do something a little bit fucky with my magic?
4: <laughs> I mean, oh, fucky, fucky magic. Can
2: I do something a little fucky?
4: Is this faithful? I
2: will roll for it. <laughs> if you think that I, if you think that I should, um, right. This is Faith Forge. Can we make our magic do not what it says on our character? I
1: yeah, know, right. Um, Body's so ready. I
2: have eyes of the night. It blesses the eyes of my companions. Mm-hmm. Um, it does technically only give like unlimited dark vision, but is mm-hmm. there any way I could twist that a little bit uh, mm. to provide any kind of blessing or protection for my for my compatriots?
1: Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say that the answer is potentially. If you <laughs> okay, found out more about this creature perhaps you might be able to twist your magic to perform a measure of protection against whatever this creature is capable of doing okay by the way oh. unrelated Slithernuggle returns oh. with a letter smeared in blood that it has found in the office i, I will
4: i will pet Slithernuggle as he comes and like rubs his face on me <laughs> he also he also puts his little dragon tongue just for a quick second in in my hippo nostril for a sec and I'm right back out
1: Just clearing it out there
2: (laughs) Oh so it's a chihuahua Got it
4: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The letter reads um, Eldar I made progress on the potion But I require some particularly rare ingredients to complete it Moonshade petals Banshee stone Dragon's tear Phoenix ash And shadowroot Should be all that I need I'll need your expertise to source them. Once I have the necessary components, the ritual can commence. Can you suggest who our first unfortunate subject should be? Warm regards, Aric.
3: Well, it sounds like we should be talking to this ferric next, doesn't it?
4: Yes, I believe there's a return address on here as well. Uh, uh, I, not. So familiar with everything here. Yeah, do you know of this address? And I showed the return address to
1: um, Dodger.
3: I don't know. Do I know where this is, DM?
1: You would know where this is. It's in a particularly out of the way kind of spot in the fog, but it it's known to you.
3: Yeah, I I've traveled these roads a little bit. I this I know the area, for sure. Let's um maybe go pay him a little visit.
4: Let's let's go. Yeah, I'll the I'll I'll lead us out of the place. I don't think there's anything I'm interested in this area. Yeah. Go
1: hit out. Alright. The party heads towards this home of this ferric person. It seems that they were an associate of Eldar's. Uh, Dodger, you're not in the privy of all of your father's dealings. In fact, that's since you're estranged, you Really haven't been keeping up with him, but
4: Hmm.
1: knowing him, probably no good. You make your way to a rather secluded spot in the fog. This is where the waterfalls and the stone meet. The address reads as like an old medieval address, by the end of the stone bridge, second on the lift, uh, next to the pile of stones. And you find it to be a small dwelling carved into the stone, with a shaky wooden door. Uh bound with a loose rope. Uh, the door is partially destroyed.
3: Uh-oh. Uh. This doesn't bode well, does it? Might not be ready for guests. I'm just gonna open the door. Does it open in or out?
1: It opens uh, in, towards the inside.
3: Here, just kinda push it open and peek inside before actually stepping inside
1: alright peeking inside uh you see it is an alchemical laboratory
4: I, I'll walk my thickness in
2: first <laughs> I just imagine a giant hippo butt squeezing through the door frame like squeeze <laughs> squeeze squeeze, mm-hmm. squeeze.
4: Mm-hmm. on my pants you see like marks on the sides right
1: <laughs> my butt, my butt is... you see there used to be like some like decorational buttons on the side but those have long since been popped off <laughs>
4: Actually, what makes sense, like because I've inhabited this world for so long, you know how like uh, the people in the UK are like they have the sweaters with the elbow pads, oh, yeah. but I got like
1: I got leather
0: butt uh, pads. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Amazing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. So Spintos, you're the first one inside this um, this stone chamber here. It's it's fairly dimly lit. And you see that there are a number of just like mossy overgrowths in the corners near the ceilings. Uh, However, the lab itself is rather meticulous and well kept. Rows of bottled potions filled with shimmering liquids of varying hues. But what draws your attention is the diagrams on the walls diagrams depicting a dwarf, but several maybe different stages of a dwarf morphing into a a beast of some kind. Lying open on one of the tables is a leather diary.
2: I imagine we've gone in Mm -hmm. after Spintos. Yeah. um, And I'm doing the same. I'm ghost hunting already. So while they look for uh, physical real clues, I'm looking for ghosts.
4: I guess I'll look at these diagrams more
3: closely. I'll take a peek at the diary. Divide and conquer.
1: All right. While you are investigating the ghost realm here, you find it to be cluttered. There is no one single apparition whose experience you can focus in on. Dodger, oh sorry, that you can focus in on Derek. But there is a just a cacophony of voices people screaming out in terror, their last moments, shouts of no, the running of feet. But there is no memory that this place has of any of these incidents occurring here, just the echoes of the victims. Spinto, as you are observing these diagrams on the wall, the two ends of these sort of like the series of pictographs, couldn't be any different. On one end stands a dwarf, stout and able. On the other hand, it's some kind of conglomeration of buffalo, warthog, and hippopotamus. <sighs> with an elongated neck and eyes that just seem to radiate hate, radiate hate, even in this black and white diagram. Blastful. The physiological change, the morphing in between, is horrific to comprehend. The elongation of the neck, the bloating of the hide, the thickness of the fur, the claws growing from hands, a tail extending from the back, ending in a short, clubby stub. Hmm. This is disgusting.
4: I just, like, I feel so sad for the the conglomeration of, of of that, and I just... It reminds me of this story where there was a dog, was a scientist and a dog, and this young girl, and they, they end up doing science, so this is bad science. Full metal alchemist reference
1: <laughs> for all of you...
4: Uh, appreciators out there, one of my favorite
1: memes. <laughs> uh, you viewers, I you can't see all where our that voices. Was going. Yeah, you can't tell our faces. We were all giving Michael some hard side eye. Sorry, Michael, you're surrounded by plebeians. We're we're not we're not we're not well versed yeah. in the lore. Steven, cut that out if
4: you want.
3: <laughs> I think it I don't know if stand. people are into,
4: I don't know if people are full metal alchemist enjoys but we all give each other this trauma every
1: time like it's the funniest fucking well, thing. there's one full metal alchemist uh, fan at least one who will really gotta appreciate be one. it yeah <laughs> no so so uh, the the diary and again I'm gonna go ahead and um, it was um, it was Dodger that was looking at the diaries all right
3: Okay, alright. So, the diary reads, Third of harvest month, the pull of the curse grows stronger each night. I can feel the beast within clawing at the edges of my consciousness, desperate to emerge. Damn Eldar for this. Laren was the last one I expected this kind of betrayal from. I can still feel the concoction burning down my throat. Eldar has promised a cure, but the ingredients for the concoction are are proving elusive. I cannot bear the weight of this affliction much longer. The transformation, the fear in their eyes. I must find a cure. Well, it sounds like Ferric is uh, quite probably our abomination. seems like maybe there wasn't a cure in time, or at least not yet. Who, who's Laren? Uh, well, my guess would be the young dwarven woman who we found murdered on the floor at the shop. Mm.
1: Dodger, you would know Laren as being your, um, like your father's, like, well, I'll say a long time, but you would know her as being an apprentice. In fact, actually, when you asked, uh, uh, when, we, when we began this adventure back at the Fireleaf, see, last episode, listeners. Uh Valerik did inform you that uh Eldar had a elder had an apprentice named Laren. Yeah. Oh, okay. <clears throat> you hear the sound of panting, frantic running coming from outside the lab.
3: Like outside in the street. Mhm. Go ahead and take a peek out.
1: You see a dwarf, disheveled, a mad look in his eye, running straight towards the shop or right, straight
3: towards the lab. Mm-hmm. Is this a real dwarf or a ghost dwarf? <laughs> Hard to say. Looks corporeal though.
1: It does look corporeal.
3: Okay. Uh, are, are you are you in are you in danger?
1: The dwarf stops when sees you in the lab. No, no, no. You can't be here. No, you can't be here. Leave, leave now. I need, I need it. And it are you tries faric? to. Yes, I'm very pleased. And tries to push. He tries to push into the lab.
3: I will let him in
1: I can't control it any longer He rushes towards one of the shelves grabbing concoctions from the vial, concoctions and vials from the shelf, seeming to down them at random as he gulps them down throwing the vials to the ground, they shatter No, it's not enough It's never enough And his bones begin to snap
2: Oh, uh oh Okay. Oh, this He's going to not...
3: back away <laughs> towards the door.
1: His flesh begins to take. I, I do uh
3: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: throws himself to the ground, a large bony tail protruding from his back ending in a club-like apparatus and his dwarven neck begins to elongate snake-like as his body begins to grow hippo-like in shape fur breaks out all over his body and this snake-like head which seems barely strong enough to lift the weight of the dwarven head attached to it rises up and you see the dwarf's eyes burn an unmistakable hatred roll okay. for initiative. i'm gonna
2: try to throw up my blessing now as i see it start to transform okay. i don't even know if i know enough but we're gonna fucking try all right so Because uh, this seems bad as shit let's so. go
1: ahead let's go ahead and dress this now right uh give me a uh whatever skill check you think would be the most appropriate i'm just gonna call it a ghost hunter check to see if you know okay. enough about this creature i'm gonna set the dc at 15 let's see what you got
2: um, okay, I think a fair check here would either be maybe, I would say, I don't know, medicine or perception or insight, maybe? Insight, I think, is the, what makes the most sense here. Okay, is I'll there, do an insight Is check. there
1: anything that other members, because this is all pre-initiative, right? Is there anything that other members of the party could do to maybe help out with this check?
3: Uh, I, Well, I can give Bardic Inspiration.
1: All right. Uh, if anyone else is proficient in insight...
3: Just a- Little tap
2: on the shoulder.
1: And what is it again that you're doing? Uh...
2: Uh, I am trying to twist the magic that I have at my disposal to protect us from getting our eyes burned out of our heads because I have magic oh. that specifically blesses our eyes. So I'm trying to just tweak it a little bit.
3: I can, I'm a College of Creation bard and I can create any non magical item just as an action. Um, the maximum size of the item is medium. So I don't know. Maybe if you would allow it, I could create three pairs of <laughs> dark glasses that I could hand over to Derek to put his blessing on. Oh, I like that. I like that. Okay, sounds good. That's gonna
1: that'll be advantage on this uh, on this ghost hunter check. As amazing. as you create, I'm gonna go ahead and just DM Fiat here, just because it amuses me. These uh, <laughs> sunglasses that you create are all like Elvin John style.
3: Amazing! Um, <laughs> amazing.
2: <laughs> oh, I rolled a one and an eighteen, so hey! eight twenty-four. There it is,
1: crushing it. You? All right. As you bless these sunglasses, uh, Derek, uh, you, you, you redistribute them to the party, and you can you, as, you, as you wear as long as you're wearing these glasses, you'll have advantage on any check to resist getting your eyes burned out of your sockets. Michael. It's-
4: Yes, Snug- Slither Nuggle will get my glasses. And I forgot that I already used some ammo, so I'm putting a fresh mag in. Oh my as the I mean, you already said click, face. click, so I-,
1: I heard you the first time.
4: <laughs> <laughs> fresh mag. Okay, oh I'm God. putting a fresh mag in. Oh and then the glasses go on my face.
3: Amazing. Is there a one liner to go with it, too?
1: Reviewers, just imagine a gif, like, cocking his gun as he puts on, like, his <laughs> blessed Elton John glasses. Like, I don't know if y'all are about to, like, fight a monstrosity <laughs> like, or rob a bank.
4: <laughs> yeah, and I'll just say, time to cleanse my blasphemous brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, shit. Bro. Roll for initiative.
2: <laughs> Ooh.
4: Who knew what this was going to turn
3: into? Not this. (laughs) Certainly not me. Nine. Oh,
1: no. Uh, Three. Oh, no.
3: (laughs) Fifteen. Thank goodness for
2: Derek. That's why I gave myself initiative, because I don't trust it.
1: (laughs) So as this transformation comes to completion, all of you, your nostrils are filled with a stench, an accurate stench, of the mix of a mix of decaying leaves and burnt cedarwood, and it is overpowering. The memory of it was strong enough, but being in the presence of it is borderline nauseating. Uh, start of your turn, Derek, make a Constitution saving throw. The glasses will not help you here. Mm. Oh.
2: Um. Uh. Okay. I'm going to. Hmm. think what I'm just going to do in this moment is uh... Oh, oh! no. Yeah, that's fair.
3: Um, that is a... what is this? 14.
1: 14, you are poisoned.
3: Uh, okay, he can't use that bardic inspiration I gave him earlier.
2: Oh, I can, right? That's on saves too.
1: Yeah. Did you throw it on that check or...
2: Uh, no, I didn't. Okay, um, I go. just rolled with advantage. Okay, is it a D8, Leah? Or D6? D6? D6.
3: Um, and you gain temporary hit points equal to the number rolled on your part inspiration.
2: I rolled back. a four.
3: Nice, nice. So
2: that would bring that save to a, what was it, a 14 plus 18?
3: You pass.
1: Ooh! ooh, ooh, ooh oh. Nice. You are not poisoned. Yay. And I... Uh, as you have over ma- as you have mastered the stench once, you need not roll for the remainder of this combat.
2: Amazing! Um, I think just like flavor wise, I understand that Derek's like, "Oh, this is gross," but also Derek's like, uh, "This feels right." Um, <laughs> I'm going to. Uh, can you give me a little bit like where are we in the room?
1: You are in this alchemical lab. There is a dwarf in the middle of the lab who has transformed. Mm-hmm. Uh, i know that dodger is near the door um and uh spintos you were uh like near like a wall right i remember looking at the diagrams mm-hmm. and uh you know uh chris you said that Derek was like sensing ghostly apparitions. so i will go ahead and let you place yourself wherever you want in this alchemical lab the alchemical lab is maybe a 20 by 20 foot room it's not that big The dwarf is right in the middle of it. There is one door leading in and out, and there are shelves, uh, vials in between.
2: Okay, perfect. Yeah, I think I'm on the opposite side of the room from the door because I was like trying to get in the nook and crannies looking for ghosts. So uh, I think what I'm going to do is uh, try to situate uh, maybe the desk or something between myself and this creature, uh, and then I'm going to cast Bane on it.
1: Mm. So
2: um, I need a charisma save. DC 14.
1: Roll the three. That's a fail.
2: That is a fail. So that just means it uh, must roll a D4 and subtract those numbers every time it attacks or saves.
1: All right. How does this Bane manifest?
2: Um, Oh, gosh. I think... Yeah, I think that despite uh, Derek's general appearance, this is probably the first time that it looks like he actually taps into something holy or divine. Mm. Um, and I think that as he uh, kind of spits that an- incantation out and kind of shuffles behind the desk awkwardly, there is this like moment where you see Derek's form split into multiple forms of himself. Each of them... Uh, Unlike Derek's real form, dressed in very immaculate holy robes, maybe a younger visage of who Derek once was. Um, And as they all kind of like uh, balloon out, like when you open um, a fan, it kind (laughs) of like, you see all of these ghostly Derek's condemning this creature. And then it kind of shuffles back into my much Mm -hmm. less impressive form.
1: The creature is very much affected by this holy curse, uh, this holy... Holy baining.
2: Uh, but that is my turn.
1: All right, uh, Dodger.
3: Con save.
1: <clears throat> Constitution save.
3: Okay. Oh gosh, that's three. So
1: you are poison. The nauseating stench of this beast overwhelms you.
3: <coughs> uh, so she's gonna choke a little, uh, maybe maybe a little gag. <coughs> uh, yeah, that's awful. <coughs> Um, so Dodger is going to, uh, I think uh, not much of an attacker except for that one thing she did earlier, uh, is going to sort of look away a little bit from the creature, um, and just sort of hold out her hand and, uh, cast Fairy Fire in its direction, uh, and it's a dc14 dex save
1: minus d4 from being bane mm-hmm. is that correct bane works on saves yes all right well i got a 10 on the die bane dice was two so that's an eight plus it's dex mod that's a fail it has been very fired all attacks nice. against it will be have mm. advantage you are concentrating on that spell
3: great and then i will uh just give bardic inspiration to my thick friend over over there Go, what up? Mm. Hit it, hit, hit it hard. Please. <laughs> that, that's my turn.
1: All right. So the creature goes next. Looking at... Not looking. Sort of like its head whipping around its snake-like tail. Its sight lands on... Rolling randomly. Landing on Derek.
3: Not Derek.
1: Your eyes meet with this creature. However... Your holy Elton John sunglasses afford you some measure of protection. You have okay. advantage on this constitution saving throw. <sighs> okay.
2: 12. Oh no. With advantage. I rolled an 11 and a 12 and I have a plus zero.
1: You feel your eyes begin to burn. No! <laughs> how, many, okay. how many hit points does Derek have?
2: Uh, Currently I have 34 max and 4 temp HP.
1: 34 max plus 10 HP.
2: Plus 4 temp HP. Plus
1: 4 temp HP.
2: Mm -hmm. So 39 technically. Or 38.
1: So 38 technically. Alright. Now viewers, I don't want you to get the impression that somehow as DMs we have the ability to control with the dice roll. We do not take 37 points of necrotic damage.
4: (sighs) Oh! Is that
2: That's I have one hit Wow! That bardic inspiration came in so clutch. Uh, wow. I think Derek just drops all of his gadgets and starts screaming. Just, like, clutching at his eyes.
3: <laughs> Valid.
1: And you see the hate in this creature's eyes begin to dim just a little. Spintos, it is your turn.
3: Oh, I guess that means Bane is dropped, right? Can you roll high enough to oh, save yeah, on that? yeah, I
2: can't. Ro- I mean, it's a con save half- or 10.
4: You'd have to roll like a natural 20.
2: Se- What's half of it'd 37? Be, it'd be 36, 18. 18, 18. Right? 18, yeah. So I have to roll an 18 or higher to keep this spell up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's probably going to be Bob's character roll. <laughs> uh, I literally rolled an 18. That is not yeah. a lie. That's, I'll take hey. a picture. Oh my God. Okay, Bane somehow remains up.
1: Although Derek's eyes are burning, but Bane is still up.
2: (laughs) Your faith is pure. Fuck! Fuck! On the other side of the room.
3: (laughs) No, Derek! Holy shit! I can't believe that.
4: All right, Spintos, it's your turn. (sighs) Is there a window or something that, like... Because the creature is in this place. Um... Is there, like, a window or something? And Is this also a Mm one-story thing and we're only on the first story? Okay.
1: Uh, There is is a window. That helps. Mm -hmm. What what do you have in mind? What do you have in mind?
4: Oh, like, my companions are kind of getting messed up, and I'm thinking that I just run towards the window and, like, smash through it and cast Lightning Lure to, like, pull the creature out with me, so we're not in a small little location.
1: Take this fight on the street. And, uh, I love it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I
3: love that. There was nobody outside. It's not like we're endangering anybody, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, this is a pretty yeah. secluded part of town. We've established that. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, uh, I'll say that, uh, Dodger, you were near the door, but that doesn't mean to say mm-hmm. that you weren't blocking the door. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, we'll, we'll go ahead and say, yeah, there's a window right there. Uh, it is large enough that uh, you can, in fact, hurl your girth through it, Spintos. No check required. Glass shatters. Go ahead.
4: Okay. I will also do Form of Dread again That's my bonus action right. because I want some temporary hit points, because this is looking by you. I don't know if it's going to get frightened at all. Uh, that is a six altogether for temporary.
1: A six altogether for temp HP. And what is your uh, save?
4: Uh, my save is 14. All right.
1: Wisdom. Uh, this creature, as you as you take on this dread apparition, uh, this creature roars in response. Uh, it's a like guttural roar that ends with a lot of mucus, but it is a challenge that has been accepted. So it passes its constitution save, and you are uh wisdom save and you've gotten his attention
4: okay did i even do i just like grab him and 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 throw each other i threw us out into the street right is that what happened so far or am i working my way
1: yeah i I recall you said you were use lightning lord to like drag him out
4: yeah yeah that's what i was gonna do yeah Mm -hmm. so let me use a spell Uh, oh it's a cantrip okay yeah so i'll cast Mm -hmm. it uh, strikes your enemy within choice uh they have to make a strength saving throw or get pulled 10 feet in a straight line towards me taking 1d8 lightning
1: damage okay all right so
4: if, oh if it's five feet in front of me which it is, it would be in that case yeah, yeah. so uh strength 15 right? the air strength strength saving throw It's mine oh 14 yeah
1: all right That's i got a 13 which is a fail
4: sweet yeah i'm dragging that thing out just like come here my brother you abomination you and just like you see this lightning coming from my crystal ball as i'm holding it um and like (sighs) pulling it up and over my shoulder um uh matching its intensity um yeah uh and i'll do 1d8 damage Mm -hmm. so. so that's six all right uh would you say, so this, I have another thing here. See if you say yes about it mm. or not. I have once per turn when you hit with a simpler martial weapon, you cause a target to take additional plus two force damage. I know this is like mm. a spell and not so much. A thing.
1: I, in the uh, spirit of Feyforge, I will allow it. You bet.
4: All right. Uh, so I'll add another two to it of force damage. Uh, I only have two of these in a long run. All right. So, um, but eight eight damages you see kind of like you know how like in anime they have like the the powerful wisps kind of like come off of them you'll just see that like mm-hmm. from my form go into the lightning lore and kind of just set another pulse as i'm pulling pulling him and grunting as i'm yeah. doing the same thing yeah
1: not that it would have mattered for this turn but i did forget it at the beginning so we'll do it now uh oh my my yes mm-hmm. save
3: you do have bardic inspiration still
1: is this against being...
4: This is not a frightened thing. This is a constitution yes. Thing, right?
1: Yes. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I have the bardic inspiration if need be. So I rolled a 17, and it is a... Was it a, charis- a constitution, you said? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm not going to use my, my, my bardic, because I think you have to usually call it. But I think I have an 18 in the saving throw.
1: Probably. That is definitely, yes, you pass. The sense of this creature does not overwhelm you.
4: Yeah. It's, 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 this is, this is like, you know, you see, you see like, this is kind of like, you see another brother, they (laughs) fucking up and you're like, we're going to make you come correct. This is me taking them out to the yard and just, you know, (laughs) letting them know.
1: (laughs) Top of the round. There has been a whole bash through the wall of this apothecary shop. Uh, Spintos has gone into his dread form and dragged this monstrous beast out into the street where it's got that dwarven head on the end of a snake tail just whipping around its club-like tail uh, thudding into the ground. Derek and Dodger, you are still inside the apothecary shop. Uh, Derek, your eyes have nearly been burned entirely out of their sockets. You have one hit point left after taking 37 points of necrotic damage, but you have held on to concentration on Bane and similarly, Dodger, you have held on the concentration on Fairy Fire. Uh, Derek, it's your turn.
2: Oh God. Um, okay, I think Derek is going to. Uh, I yeah, I think some self preservation is going to kick in. I think I'm going to healing word myself because this is super bad news. Um, so I'm going to do that really quick. One D four plus four. Uh, so I'll give myself six HP back. Um, and then I think what I'm going to do is, um, um, I don't want to drop concentration on Bane. So I'm going to, uh, just try to like, I'm fumbling around, can barely see, um, trying to move to where I would have, line of sight or access to this creature but I am not going outside so I'm like trying to find where the hole in the wall is and then just tucking on the inside of it just out of sight so I'm getting my bearings mm-hmm. but I can't really do much else with my turn
1: sounds good mm-hmm. and uh, and just I should have said it earlier uh, but when you cast lightning lure earlier Michael uh, when Spindles cast yes. lightning lure I mean between fairy fire and Bane there was very low chance that I was gonna make that save because fairy fire gives disadvantage yeah. on deck saves, I recall.
4: Oh, snap.
1: If I recall. All right. <clears throat> Derek, self-preservation. Dodger, it is your turn.
3: Okay. um, I'm torn here because I don't like that Derek is apparently on death's door, even though he's just healed himself a little bit. But I also do want to hit the monster thing that's doing a lot of damage. Um, okay. I'm going to i'm gonna just shoot my last bardic inspiration over to derek because it seems like he's gonna need it <clears throat> and then kind of come up uh behind derek where he was having line of sight on the monster presumably looking out the window
1: what was left in the um, window, yeah.
3: yeah and i'm just gonna um start whispering uh angrily and cast dissonant whispers at the monster
1: oh all right that's a wisdom save right
3: it is. All right. DC 14.
1: Bane is dropped. So it's going to be a regular D20 roll. Got an eight on the dice. Thanks to Greenleaf Geek. And with its bonus, that is definitely not going to pass. So it fails. Cool. like Whistlers.
3: So uh, it has to use its reaction immediately to move as far away as its speed will allow it mm-hmm. from me. And it takes 3d6 Psychic Damage. Uh, two, four, so that's six. Plus five. Eleven. Eleven's
1: so a again. Spentos, you see the creature's eyes go wild with terror, and the snake-like neck begins whipping around, its feet begins to stomp, and it starts to move away from you, croaking an op attack.
4: Ooh. Can I do this, the other thing again? Yeah, i probably could if I hit it. So this is going to be probably just with these, these god dang you know, haymakers. I don't know what you call hippo feet, but these <laughs> these, these big old things. <laughs>
3: um, They're called whoops, Stompy Boys, actually. <laughs> oh, stompy yeah. Boys.
4: Um, okay, okay, okay. 21 um, to hit. Um, and it's going to be three bludgeoning, and I'll just use, oh, it's once per turn. So I already did mm. it one per turn. Yeah, so I can't do the spark oh, okay. again.
3: Can I? Can um, I give you something though? If you use my sure. bardic inspiration, even though you already hit, you can uh, do a ca- cause uh, the creature that you're hitting to take a con save to take thunder damage equal to the die that you roll.
4: What? Yes, I'll do that. You yeah, let me add, Let me add the thing. D eight, right? D six. D six, right there. Okay. Uh, that's a two additional. So obviously I'm still hitting, but uh, nineteen. Uh, and plus that two uh, that two thunder damage, and I just feel like it's righteousness. I don't know where it's coming from. Um, no, I would because there's that thing spinning above me, and so I'll look up towards it, and I'll meet its meet the the spinning around, and I just like look like I'm reaching out until like you know. The gif, if there's like a gif god, if there's like a gif entity, like a, a brothership, a kinship, a family ship that we all share, and righteous, like, anger, I, I punch <laughs> the, one of the non-gif things in the
1: head. Bam! So, uh, it fails its constitution save, it's gonna take that uh, that thunder damage, so that was two points of thunder damage, and uh, I looked it up, hippos have feet. They've got four, four toes, four-toed feet. No way! Yep so
4: Amazing. spin toes Oops.
1: spin toes how much uh how much toe damage was that uh
4: toe damage i put that toe on him uh, <laughs> Three. It's three toe
1: damage all right three toe <laughs> sounds good
4: hey that's that's the other name okay that's there's spin toe there's three toe you don't want to meet three toe <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> after what the creature uh creature just
3: did <laughs>
4: he did yeah he did meet three
1: toe <laughs> After a couple caraffs of, of you wine, know, Tutu comes out. That guy's. <laughs> yeah. All right. Dissonant whispers. Op attack. Boom! 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 Dodger. That. Uh, anything else on your turn, Dodger?
3: I'm just gonna put my hand on Derek's shoulder and say it's, it's gonna be okay. We'll, we'll get you. We'll get you healed up.
2: Uh, I. Th- <laughs> I think at the the foreign touch of a woman's hand on my shoulder, Derek's trying so hard to be so hard to be tough, uh, but there's just like streaks of tears and blood coming down his face. He's like, oh, "Yeah, it's gonna be fine. I'm, 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 I'm got it. I'm good. I'm strong. Uh, yeah, we, we got this."
1: <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, so, uh, and. Dodger, you are well out of uh, stink range, so no no, uh, poison check at the start of your turn. Okay. Oh, great. So it is now the beast's turn. It has moved 30 feet and stopped as the Dissident Whispers have uh, left its mind, and it turns, looking down the street at Spintos. A tumbleweed rolls by. The clock (laughs) chimes somewhere. (laughs) And the creature charges. It charges at you, just, and everything is just wrong about the way this creature moves. Like, its joints are out of socket. It's got hands where hooves should be. That snake-like appendage at its neck is just whipping around. And then it just stops and almost tumbles, and you see this club-like tail just swinging around. The momentum of its charge behind it, and it swings to hit you for a 15 to hit.
4: That do be hitting.
1: Take 20 points of bludgeoning damage. Make a constitution save.
4: Dice. Okay. Them, them, them greenleafs. Those Greenleaf geeks. Mm-hmm. They be geeking. Them.
2: They do be geeking. Um,
4: <laughs> they do be geeking. But they do be
2: geeking for us, too. So, like, Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. fair. They geek in all directions.
1: 16. A 16. That is a pass. Although this club hits you right on the head, you're able to shake it off. Spintos, it's your turn.
4: Uh, now that we out in the sh- in the mm-hmm. scree, is there is is there a uh, roof or something around us? Yes. Uh, I'm gonna get distance. I'm gonna cast uh, Misty Step. Bam. Um, so uh, you're just gonna see, uh, you're just gonna see me like take a deep breath from my from my take a deep breath in. And I'm still in this dread form. I'm gonna like blow out my nostrils. It's gonna be like this thick, like, like mist turning into sea foam and like coming all the way around me. And then you just see me like pop out of another place, like the sea foam like settling Ooh. down. And then, um, so I'm trying to get distance, and the distance I'm trying to get is this pistola. Um, apparently, I don't want it to go back towards. Where they are, so I still have to stay within like a reasonable around of range. Um, I'm gonna go 60 feet away from it, like on a like get height. Um, and I'm going to shoot it with. I mean, I could hit it with Eldritch Blast, but we're here. I've been I've been blinking <laughs> it up, so we're gonna we're gonna keep hitting with that blicky. um uh okay okay that is a natural one <laughs> this, is <great. laughs> this is bad this is good this is bad um, yeah
1: well the blicky done jammed
4: like the, yeah it done jammed so um i don't know how gun rules eh. I probably usually what's like a misfire
1: yeah i'm not gonna buy so. it with a misfire table um, so we'll just treat it like a regular uh one on a weapon attack roll range weapon attack so it's just a it's a miss okay
4: all right and then I have a familiar, and I believe familiars do be hit. They do things. Do you pack the chain? I am pack the chain. Yeah, they hit. Yeah, you know, I got <laughs> that chain you got on got that oh. chain, you got that blicky. You got that
1: blicky, got that chain, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, we out in the screen.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> literally <laughs> biggie. Literally biggie. <laughs> oh, <you. laughs>
4: See, We be doing <laughs> the thing. <laughs> Short uh, two, dude, 22. <laughs> okay, so...
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh, god. Yeah, so get that... Uh, Get that Slythernuggle on him,
4: yeah. I'm gonna get that. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get that Slythernuggle on. He a G for real. <laughs> I'm gonna send him on. Him.
1: Yeah, there we go. While well, uh spinning up, well, top of the initiative, Derek, it's your turn. Uh, set the scene here, right? You've got the creature is out in the street. Uh, Spintos has uh, bamfed up to a rooftop and uh, shooting away. Derek, uh, uh, Derek, are nursing your poor, poor, poor eyes. And, Dodger, you know, you, uh, you're you fresh out of Bark Inspiration, but you've got a few more tricks up your sleeve. Derek, you're in the apothecary shop. What's left of it? It's your turn. What do you do?
2: Uh, okay, my first question is, uh, can I see? Yes. Okay. Um, in that case, I definitely don't want to get too close. So I'm going to... Uh, just glancing at this entity... Does it seem like we are making some significant progress, or does it seem like it it feels it looks fairly unfazed given our efforts?
1: It's looking phased. It's it's taken some some magic damage. It's been it's been three toed. It's definitely gotten. <laughs> it's been smacked around a bit, but it's definitely. I would not say it is uh, it is bloody. No.
2: Okay, then uh, I think from the safety of the apothecary, <laughs> I'm going to. Uh, try very gallantly to to step in front of uh, Dodger, and I'm going to cast Guiding Bolt on this thing.
1: Oh my God! All right, well, Fairy Fire's still up. Last time I checked, so mm-hmm. you got adva- oh. you got advantage on this. Oh my gosh, that's right, Michael. You should have advantage on that blicky shot. Oh yeah, that's right. yeah, 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 yeah. I'll I turn I, back I, time.
4: It's all right. Okay, I didn't want to like write. I knew that happened when I said it later, but I was just like, ah. Go ahead and do it now. Yeah, do it, do it. Um, um, let's see. I got how much do I add to the? Okay, got it. Uh, I got a fourteen. That is a hit. Okay,
1: I will shoot the thing. Hell yeah! There we go. Very fire. It's doing work. Uh,
4: D10, 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 D10. Uh, that is three damage. All right. And then I do have the pseudo dragon thing ready to just to like. Let's do it. All right, so then that is a 1d12. Oh, it's going to be a sting, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, this is 17 to hit. 17 hits. And then it's 1d4 plus 2. Um, so 5 damage of. Uh, yeah, 5 damage piercing. And then it does need to do a DC11 constitution saving throw.
1: Rushes it.
2: Wait, with Bane.
1: Bane got dropped.
3: Bane bane dropped did it you dropped it for something i can't remember what now you said i'm dropping bane i think you said you're dropping bane yeah no i
2: said i don't want to drop bane so i did not cast a concentration spell on my last turn oh
1: there it is okay yeah that makes more sense because i thought i heard you say i'm dropping bane then i cast healing word and i was like Oh, okay (laughs) no that makes a lot more sense (laughs) oh my gosh that's the wrong dice Oh my gosh, that's minus four on that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So that's gonna be. Uh, it gets an eleven on the Constitution save. What was the DC? So. Okay. It's eleven, so that should. Yeah. Be it good. Take it. course. Uh, oh, dang, so close. Yeah, it, it, it's pretty All thick. Good. It's got a lot of like monstrous saving bonuses. Yeah. Okay.
2: Um. Okay, so I'm gonna do my uh guiding bolt attack.
1: Mm-hmm. Ooh. Uh,
2: twenty five. Very hit. much hitting. Um, and that's 4d6. Because
1: mm-hmm.
2: I'm just casting it at first level. 1, 2, 3, 4. Uh, so that's 15 points of radiant damage. Wow. And it already has fairy fire, but it gives advantage to the next attack.
1: That's right. It does. All right. You step out from behind, hiding your your sore eyes. Still able to see. And you blast it it helps that's illuminated with fairy fire right it's like hazy it does help it gets your glasses off you can still see it
2: I literally (laughs) imagine my point of view is like tinted red like I am struggling to see past the blood and the burn but I can still make out the outline of this creature alright love that
1: with that it is definitely looking pretty it's looking it's looking pretty burned after that uh, after that guiding bolt but it's still very much up Dodger it's your turn
3: well, <clears throat> I have no magic that would make use of any of that advantage. Um, however, I do have this bag of tricks here. So, uh, yeah, I'm just going to pull another fluffy ball out of my bag of tricks and chuck it out the window toward the, the monster. All right. And see see what we get. Hopefully not a rat again. It's a two, which is an owl. Oh. Okay. Uh, I'm
1: going to say the owl uh, goes right after your turn initiative, so...
3: Cool. Let me just real quick find a thing for an owl. Uh, I, I'm just going to have it um, attack, because that mm-hmm. makes sense to me. So yeah, I've, um, I've got
1: stats up here. It has a plus three to hit. It deals one point of damage.
3: It does one point of damage? Okay, great. Uh, <clears throat> Ow! It ruled a nine. That doesn't seem like... Oh, but it's an advantage because of the fairy That's part. right. It's a 19. There it is. That's way better. There it is. Cool. So it does one point of out... Every point counts. ...eye-pecking <laughs> damage.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah. I think that's all I can really do. I don't have any other bonus actions that I can use anymore. So, yep. That's it. I'm just going to squeeze Derek's shoulder. Good Good job. I'll
1: Keep it up. Amazing. Is
2: this
3: human connection? The
2: meme? <laughs> like, this is what's going on
1: <laughs> <laughs> And now it is the creature's turn. Alright, so I, uh, you're firing at it with a with the blicky from the rooftop and mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, It's the album. It's the it's album. It's the album. Fire from my blicky on the rooftop. <laughs> 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 I yeah, there's there's been a guiding bolt uh, from from the shop behind it, uh, and this owl, and now there's a, there's a pseudo dragon on it. It's going to turn around. Um, its eyes are not burning with hatred, um, but it is still wielding a massive club like tail, and it is going to lope forward unnaturally and try to strike at try to strike at Dodger with this tail. The tail comes down, and that is a beautiful, beautiful, that one, Yay! missing entirely. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah. A lot of people
4: say in the industry, uh, Greenleaf Geek, dice, balance, and pair. <laughs>
1: yeah oh, that that's right
3: listen normally i don't take uh credit for bad rolls but when it means that i personally don't get hit i will that's yeah, true will that would have been bad.
1: brutal like if this <laughs> dice rolled a hit on you i, I mean like wow, wow <laughs> talk about like why have you created me mother <laughs> the
3: creation turning on its ma- on its creator
1: <laughs> no it, it 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 knew it was like i cannot strike against you
3: it knows it knows
1: all right <laughs> <laughs> Spinto, it's your turn
3: Ew. All right,
4: so I will, um, I will look towards this, where I think. Yeah, I look towards the sky, which we're underground, right? Yeah, we yeah, are, is that kind of thing? yeah, yeah. But I still look towards like the infinity, which is the universe, because that is where I hail from. And I will cash Eldritch Blazy. It's the Eldritch. <laughs> it's the Eldritch blicky. I got a regular blicky. <laughs> And an Eldritch Blakey, and it's Eldritch Blakey time. Um,
3: is it finger guns? <laughs>
4: yeah, well, he's like a big, but yes, yes, <laughs> it is finger guns. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's four toes. Oh, four toes. So advantage, I rolled a nineteen. Yep, that's a hit. Um, so yep, uh, we'll do that so 20 29 altogether and then the d10 plus uh, okay nine plus uh four is 13 points Mm -hmm. of damage um as you kind of just see like this sea foamy like eldritch blast emerge from my hand um that has like it's like cursed brackish water
1: Mm. um
4: yeah and i'm and uh you know, I, I kind of do it like in a in a in a squatted gangster pose too, <laughs> as I popped it off, God. like from the rooftop. You know what I mean? Like Batman with a thug in, it, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> um, and then Batman,
2: if he had any seasoning,
4: <laughs> exactly, exactly, blah blah blah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Black
4: hands. laughs> um and then i will also have my pseudo dragon hit him as mm-hmm. like with a stang stank on him uh nope that's a one from with my, advantage my with advantage dragon. with
3: advantage oh oh oh
4: okay 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 19, 19 that's hit. a hit okay and then one d4 plus two so five points of piercing damage again another dc 11 constitution
1: saving oh and that is another pass and that's with the bane dice i remember this time yep yep yep. plus the five
4: so um i believe that's it because i don't have anything else that i can do because i did not take a long rest or a short (laughs) rest um Oh, that's fine. That's fine. I think I'm done. All right. I
1: think I'm <laughs> Top of the round. Uh, you are locked in combat with this creature, Dodger. It is in melee with you. Derek, you are nearby. I'll leave it up to you to say if you're in melee with this creature as well. Spintos, you are firing from the rooftop. The creature is looking bloodied. It has been shot. Magical spells have <laughs> blasted holes through it, but it is still raging, and its eyes begin to rekindle with hatred. Uh-oh. Derek. It's your turn.
2: Okay. Um. I literally have two spell slots left, you guys. I'm so stressed. Um. I think since it made its way back towards us, uh, I think kind of how I'm imagining it is it like swung this tail down at Dodger, and Dodger was standing right next to me, so I think I'm fairly close. Alright. Um I think uh this is all kind of obviously happening really fast. As the tail like swings down and misses I think Derek instinctually reaches out to grab at it Mm. and as I make contact with it I'm gonna cast inflict wounds
1: love it what level
2: second level I'm gonna hell uh, yeah upcast it one level cuz uh you guys we gotta get the fuck out
1: of here roll (laughs) with the bands
2: okay I rolled 17 twice which is interesting so that's a 23
1: that is a hit
2: Um, so that's 4d10. Okay, so we have got 24 points of necrotic damage.
1: Oh my god! Oh my god! Nice, that is that's some
2: retribution.
1: That is one point shy of killing it if it hadn't already been hit by an owl, which means it is at zero. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. how do you finish off this beast
2: i'm gonna give that to the owl
1: (laughs) (laughs) all right leah i mean
3: my plan was to have the owl try and peck at its eyes so it could rebuild its uh creepy angry eye stare so there it is yeah i think the owl sees the opportunity that derek has created with this wild necrotic grab and the owl swoops in and just like pecks out its eyes i'm just thinking like
1: randy newman in independence day (laughs) like just going
3: straight in there
1: suicide mission like i don't care oh my gosh all right uh the bird goes in the eyes get pecked out the inflict wounds the blicky, the eldritch blast, and the fairy fire the whole time providing back that critical advantage that is turning these misses into hits. The creature finally falls. Its body does not transform back into a dwarf. What lies on the ground before you is the bloody corpse of an amalgamation of hideous components. Fur scales. eye large rotund body it's got this long scale-like club and it's snake-like neck with a dwarven head attached to the end of it but no one would mistake this head for a dwarf anymore it has been thoroughly mutated its eyes have like red sores around it uh there's scales creeping up along its neck we've beaten it the creature has been defeated the terror in the fog is ended
3: why does this not feel like that much of a win? <laughs> I'm gonna pull my sunglasses
2: off. My eyes are all fucked up. There's, like, blood streaming down my face. I
3: yeah, don't know. I feel
2: like that went pretty well.
3: You could you could put those back on. That would be, um... Oh, oh yes. Yeah, just for sorry.
2: now. No, it's just, just for face. now. Okay. Yeah, no, you're right. That's... We'll, that's we'll get bad. you fixed up. I, can bad. you
3: can you see okay? You're, you're all
2: right? Ah, yeah. Don't... I'm good. It's... But, and I'm literally looking not at you. I'm like talking that not in your direction. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm. I got. It, I got it. We do need to take this thing's head though, right? Which one? Um, the dwarf one. Bento's buddy.
4: Yeah, uh, yeah I'm just like trying to crawl down the building from <laughs> where I'm at. I land on my big old butt.
2: I just imagine the most adorable hippo feet swinging like over the <laughs> hole in the wall. Like, just dangling there. <laughs> Yeah,
3: how's the how's the grip on a hippo to like hold yourself as you like lower yourself down from a building? I wonder.
4: I, it's hard. It's very hard. It's very hard. I mean, he
2: got a he got a grip on the Blicky, so we know he's at least dexterous <laughs> enough. That's true. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. Mm-hmm, that's true.
3: If you can um, do finger guns, you can lower yourself down from the top of a building. I think
4: yeah. correct. This is it's true. It's the same skill um, set. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Totally, one <laughs> and the same. Uh, I'll go over and. Uh, I will... I don't know. None of us have, like, weapons. Martial weapons.
3: I have a dagger. Do you I want to use dagger? my dagger? <laughs> there you go. You've got yeah, I'll, more I'll daggers grab... than you know what to do with.
4: I guess we'll take, like, the head that's the dwarf one, because that's, like, what they yeah. will know. And then I will spend time... Uh, I'll drag the body. but will be like, I'd, I'd rather work in peace with this one. And, like, I'll grab the body and drag it into the alley. And I will... I will... I will take... The 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 gif head part, um, so that I can I can do a proper sending away to Mm I my gif part of the Mm -hmm. person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll put it in like a a, a burlap sack or
1: something. There we
0: go. (laughs)
1: Make your way out of the fog without any difficulty. The guards who uh, block your passage to the calling. I uh, quickly receive word that you are adventurers who are to be let through. And as you make your way back to the fire leaf in uh, none other, then Baloric Battlehammer is waiting for you at what appears to be his usual table. And as you plop this burlap sack, soggy, onto the table, Baloric takes a glance inside. He doesn't exactly smile. But the corners of his mouth are raised. He hands you a bulging coin purse of rare gems and precious stones. Final payment, as promised. There are no fewer than 600 gold pieces worth of rare gems and precious stones within this sack. reminds me, I've got another job. I'll give you some time to rest up. Come meet me when you're ready. Case of the Slain (laughs) Apothecary has been brought to a conclusion. Amazing. Hell yeah.
2: We did it. We did
3: it. We solved the ghost puzzle. And no one died.
1: And nobody...
3: Not entirely.
0: Hey, thanks so much for attending the Faith Forge Academy today. Uh, before you go, don't forget to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Academy. Uh, and also stop by Greenleaf Geek, which is at Greenleaf Geek on Twitter and Instagram or greenleafgeek.com. Get all your dice needs fulfilled. Um, uh, and don't forget that if you use the code Forge on checkout, you'll get 10% off your order. We are also proud members of the Fandom Podcast Network, so make sure you go to thefandamentals.com to catch up on all sorts of pop culture and nerd stuff. Uh, They have a lot of great articles, a lot of other great podcasts. Um, Check them out. And with that, I am your Dungeon Master Steven. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at the underscore bad DM. My name is Ian Gould, and you can find me on Twitter
1: at ENG Gould.
2: Hey, I'm Chris. I like to hang out you can do so alongside me on twitter at kiss of hemlock
3: hey i'm adelaide
2: gardner you can find me at oh adelaide hi i'm emily or m and you can find me at emily Irv. that's e-m-i-l-y-e-r-v on twitter and instagram my name
4: is michael sinclair ii you can find me at michael Critz on twitter and on twitch
0: theme music by dave cole of the four orbs podcast for more music check out D. Cole Music on YouTube. Additional sound effects and music found at zapsplat.com, tabletopaudio.com, and epidemicsound.com. The Forge Academy is a proud member of the Fundamentals Podcast Network.